even just that piece of it, learning I was a manifester, that I'm here to do things differently, that I'm really here to go against the grain, that I'm not here to necessarily make sense to other people. I'm here to just inform. And then people who want to come for my ride, hang out with me. And if they're ready to leave, they leave. And once I really grasped that and started to live and own it and drop the rest of the beliefs that I couldn't be that, that's when the freedom, that it's like a new level of freedom. The weight was lifted off and you could start to really be your true authentic self. Welcome to Royalty Redefined, where you become the queen or king of your life. If you're ready to thrive as a visionary leader and really step into your power as the creator of your reality, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Christina Kelly. I'm a coach to seven and eight figure brands and keynote speaker who loves helping ambitious leaders create the impact they were born to create. Now it's your turn. Let's dive in. Human design is kind of like a personality test, but better because it goes so in depth on your motivation, on the way that you work, on the way that you feel inspired, and so much more. This is a topic that I myself began to dive into over the course of the last couple of months, and I knew that I wanted to have an expert on human design for leaders on this show so that way I can learn more about how this works for me and for my business, but also because I wanted for you, the listener, to have another tool in your toolbox to really step into your power, to understand how you work, and to really boost your productivity. Now, the guest that we have on today's show is also a leadership coach, and she is not only super experienced, but super knowledgeable in the field of leadership and in really motivating yourself and motivating others. Emma is the founder and head coach at Lux Leadership. She has been in leadership development for over 12 years. During her time, she has recruited and trained a team of over 20 for her Lululemon store opening. She also taught yoga and bar to hundreds of people and even grew a Monet team to over 500 people. This woman is a badass and drops so many gems on how we can use human design to really step into our power as leaders. Enjoy the interview. Welcome to the show, Emma. I am so excited to have you here today. Christina, I'm so excited as well. I can't wait to get dive into this conversation with you. So as you guys heard from the intro that we just had, Emma is such an incredible leader who uses a lot of really powerful modalities inside of her work. But before we get into all of that and human design and just so many interesting things, What I would really love to know is if you can actually take us back to your childhood and growing up. And since you are a leadership coach and someone who is so passionate about that, I would be super curious to know if you were always a leader, even as a child. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Of course. Of course you went down this road. I love this conversation (laughs) already. Um, so yeah, being a leadership coach, it really stemmed from a very young age. I'm in a, from an entrepreneurial family. Um, my grandpa started a very successful now nationwide construction company and my mother is an entrepreneur. My father's an entrepreneur. So I saw firsthand what it was like to, I'm going to say sacrifice for the sake of entrepreneurship and for your business. And I knew that 
there was a different way to do things. Like I always had this gut instinct of, is there something else you can do or can't you do it differently? So I've always been questioning and into that, well, what else can you do to make it better type of living from an early age? And so with that, I, yes, I've always been a leader. I won most influential, most persuasive rather in high school, (laughs) (laughs) which I don't know is a good or bad thing. That's Um, a great thing. Yeah. So I've always, (laughs) I've always kind of beat to my own drum and people seem to really appreciate the authenticity of a different voice that usually goes against the grain a little bit. I like that. I like going against the grain. And I like how with what you just mentioned, you know, obviously we have a lot of respect for our parents and our family, but I love how what you did was, you know, look at what the people around you are doing and say, of course, there's things we can appreciate about that, but I'm actually going to do that better. And I'm actually the same way. I came from an entrepreneurial family and I saw my, you know, father always working really, really hard and he's so successful, but I also asked myself, how can I, you know, work smarter and not just harder? And it's so funny how we already seem to have that in common. Mm, I love that. Yeah, I, I, it is part. I think that also helps us being an entrepreneur, like being entrepreneurs ourselves, is because it's so in our blood from such an early age that we see what, what works and what doesn't work. And we're like, okay, cool, we'll do this. And we're also going to do this very, very, very different. Totally. Okay. So from a young age, you were always very entrepreneurial. You saw the examples of your parents and everything that they were doing, um, which maybe someone listening to this can relate to, but you said to yourself, I want to find a way to kind of put my own spin on things. You were the most influential person in high school, which I love. Mm -hmm. And then can you tell us the story of how you came to start your own coaching business and what really inspired you to do that? Yeah. Oh, geez. Okay. Buckle up. (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) Okay, cool. So I, again, I've done things differently my entire life. I ended up going to college for, I started in engineering and I finished in fashion. And while I was finishing my senior year, I did my yoga and my yoga certification. So from such an early age, I was like, I'm going to try this and I'm going to do this. And there wasn't any limitations on that. And so from that, I was able to, um, get promoted quickly in Lululemon Athletica, which is a yoga company, yoga athletic company. And I was given the opportunity to recruit, train, hire, and literally open the first outlet in Texas before Lululemon was Lululemon. And for those of you guys who are listening, if you know San Marcos, Texas, it is like this tiny, tiny college town. And I remember going and just having a conversation like, hey, we're opening this new store. And they're like, Lululemon, right? Like nobody <laughs> knew. <laughs> now it's so widely known, but nobody knew what it was. So it was like grassroots marketing. And then from there, I had to really develop leaders from, and they were young. A lot of them are college students. So that was like very fun to like mold and shape and see what they're going to do next. And a lot of them are very successful now, which is really fun to watch. But then Right after that, I did things differently. I was like, this isn't working for me. I love the company. I love the culture, but I want to work for myself. I don't want to work all holidays. I knew there were room for improvement here, but I couldn't do it because it wasn't mine. So I left and really long story short, I ended up having two kids and I was like, you know what? I want to be a stay-at-home mom um, because my mom worked, right? So I was like, I want to be a stay-at-home mom and do this thing. And then I realized that, hey, that's actually not for me. (laughs) And then I started my business. Wow. 
that is my crazy turn of events. But ultimately, I took my what I saw growing up in entrepreneurialism. Entrepreneurialism is that a word? Entrepreneurship. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> I just coined. <laughs> And saw what it was going on at Lululemon and how amazing the company is because it is one of those drool-worthy cultures that everyone knows about. And bring it together to say, you know what, we can start to do things differently as women, as leaders, but it really comes down to people. And it really come down comes down to supporting the people um, that you have. I could not agree with you more. And I love how with your whole story, you really just allowed yourself to grow and mold into different parts of you depending on what phase of your life that you were in. Mm -hmm. I love how even though you loved working at Lululemon, you said, you know what? I want to try something new simply because there's a new level for me to experience here. And I think that so often as, you know, ambitious woman, or even if there's an ambitious man listening to this, maybe we don't always give ourselves that permission to really evolve into a new level of leadership depending on what phase of our life we're in. You went from being an incredible leader in corporate to now being the incredible leader of your own business. And I love that you just gave yourself that permission to grow. Mm, thank you for saying that. It's true. I, we get stuck in our head with fear, with what's safe, with, oh, is this going to work, right? That self-doubt and imposter syndrome always takes over. But the truth is, is once you step into that next piece, that level of confidence, the trust that you know you can do whatever you want, and that's when the stuff starts to unfold. Mm. I cannot agree with you more. My next question for you is, when did you first learn about human design? Because I know this is a huge part of your business, and I would love to know kind of how you came across that. (laughs) Yes. I think all of us, when we come across human design, it is a moment of, whoa, how did they know? (laughs) (laughs) Right. You like kind of go in this like mode of like, oh my gosh, it's so spot on how, what, when, where, and people usually go down a Google rabbit hole. That's what I find. Um, But I actually found out about it. Oh my gosh. Two, about two and a half years ago, I think. Yep. From now. And I was working with a mentor and he casually mentioned it. He's like, Hey, let's just look this up. And I was like, okay. And we looked it up and he goes, Oh, this makes sense. I'm like, okay, wait, what, what does this mean? That's like, you know, when somebody's reading you and you're like, okay, but what, but tell me more. And he goes, you're a manifester. And I said, okay, I don't know what that means. And even just that piece of it, learning I was a manifester, that I'm here to do things differently, that I'm really here to go against the grain, that I'm not here to necessarily make sense to other people. I'm here to just inform. And then people who want to come for my ride, hang out with me. And if they're ready to leave, they leave. And once I really grasped that and started to live and own it and drop the rest of the beliefs that I couldn't be that, that's when the freedom that it's like a new level of freedom, the weight was lifted off and you could start to really be your true authentic self. Love all of this, especially in regards to freedom, because I think ultimately that's what, you know, every entrepreneur wants. It's just that sense of more freedom. And I love that human design was able to give that to you. Now, for someone who's listening who maybe doesn't know what human design is, do you think that you could explain it just really briefly? Yeah. So I always say that it goes beyond personality assessments and it is basically a cut and dry blueprint, your energetic blueprint of who you are, what you are at birth. 
it takes the questions out of it because let's be real, when you do strengths finders, for example, it's a great questionnaire, but it's going to be different every area, every timeline in your life because you're answering the questions from a from a standpoint of your experiences in the past. It's not your truest self. And this takes astrology, Kabbalah, the chakra system, all into this same space and molds it into this beautiful tool that you can use to find more alignment, to find more ease, to find more peace, to just start to live without the resistance that we create in our life. Yes. So like a multifaceted personality test. Yes. Like it's deeper than that. Yes. It's yeah. And I wouldn't even say it's a personality test. It's the, it's just who you are. It's like your blueprint and you can use it or you don't have to use it, but it's always there. And it's, it's going to work for you, whether you think it is, or it's not, um, it's just there. So you can use it or you don't have to use it. That's so interesting. And how has understanding your human design impacted you as a leader and even your business? Mm, so much. So being a manifester, I'm not here to ask for permission. I'm not here to do all the market research. I'm not here to take all the polls. <laughs> I'm also not here to have the um, sustainable energy every single day. I'm not the one who is jumping from A to B to C to D. I'm the one who might go A to B and then be like, I'm tired. I'm done. So by understanding that, it gave me permission to run my business exactly how my design is. So all of my services are mapped out as it relates to my human design. I have everything that feels good from a trial and error standpoint. And then everything else I do, I do it in a way that aligns with my energetic capacity of not asking for permission. Um, I inform, I do a lot of like reels and TikToks that might be a little bit polarizing, but I know I'm here to spark that thing. So whenever I'm doing anything, I always think, okay, is this going to spark somebody or initiate somebody into their next level? That's so interesting too, when you talk about that, because I think that so often we see um, the cookie cutter productivity where it's like, okay, you have to work from this hour to this hour. Then you have to do this thing at this time and create X amount of posts per month or whatever it is. But I love how with everything that you're saying, it's really just about giving yourself the permission to be super authentically you and to do the things that don't work for everyone else. But if it works for you, then that's perfect. Exactly. Like for me, a five-day free masterclass, if I hosted it, it would never work for me. But you give it to a manifesting generator and it like it works because they are (laughs) on, 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 on with that energy. And I'm like, nope, I'm done after day one. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so interesting. So I'm a manifesting generator and I, I can have definitely, a feeling <laughs> <laughs> and I can definitely relate to like having that energy of like, I just like want, so a, a joke that I've heard about manifesting generators, and I don't know a ton about this, like you're the pro, so you can probably tell me better. But what I've heard from other friends who are manifesting generators who are more into this than me is they always tell me, you can tell you're a manifesting generator when you want to do like 20 things all at the same time and just like <laughs> never stop. And I'm like, oh my God, like, how did you know so much about me? <laughs> oh my God. It is a tell for sure. I, I have a pretty good eye for for picking out the Manny Gens. And I knew you were. And this other gal I met the other day, I was like, I know you're a manifesting generator oh before God. you even look it up. <laughs> but it's amazing. You guys are actually, manifesting generators are also showing us what's possible because for you, it's your responsibility to pivot, move on, cut ties. I'm going to say break up in many different yep. ways, but you're meant to do it as soon as you get that instinct to do it. It's like, do not hold on to something longer than you know you shouldn't be. And that's like really what you're here to show us is it's possible to keep moving on and keep following that 
that itch. Mm, yes, I can totally relate to that. I'm actually super, super curious now. How did you know that I'm a manifesting generator? What gave it away? <laughs> Your energy. Um, so while I work very much like the strategy, I think strategy is so important. The actual doing the masculine stuff is important when you're running your business. But part of my magic is my intuition. And I can tell how your energy is right out the bat. Like I'm rarely wrong. And the only reason I'm wrong is because conditioning can take over people's lives depending on their childhood. But for you, definitely your bubbly, excited, authentic energy gives it away. Because if you've noticed probably with me, since we've been going back and forth a few times, like some days I'll be like super high energy and other days I'll be like, womp, womp. (laughs) (laughs) But I love that you honor that. And really that comes down to knowing about your human design. Um, I love too that you've really been able to design so much of your business around your human design. And I know that there's other people who are listening to this now who are also entrepreneurs who do have that freedom to create their own schedule. And maybe there's someone listening to this who's wondering why they can't be as productive as they'd like to be or why they can't, you know, do all the things they want to do within a month. But from what it sounds like to you, what a lot of this comes down to with your own practice is learning about your human design. So that way you can organize your workflow in a way that feels good. As a manifester, you don't make yourself be on all the time, but maybe on the days when you are feeling great, you would just do a little bit more. Am I getting that right? A hundred percent. So yesterday, for example, I was feeling good. I was feeling chatty. So I did, I batched my reels, right? For the next like week or so. So because I felt that energy, I was like, you know what? This is the time to do it. And that's just honoring and not being... Um, bogged down with this idea that you have to be on all the time. So I have very firm boundaries around when I'm in my business and when I'm out of my business. And what I've noticed is as your business grows, if you don't take care of your boundaries from day one, you're never going to. Like your priorities don't change as your business grows. You have to change your priorities. If you're here right now, I know that you truly are royalty redefined and deciding right now that it's time for you to step into your power as the queen of your life. And I want to give you a special resource completely for free to really help you do this on a whole integrative level. I am super excited to share with you my inner queen meditation, which is a two minute power meditation to really help you tap into the energy of your inner queen. This meditation is guaranteed to leave you feeling not only more empowered, but more confident and clear in your role as a leader and as the queen of your life. To get access to this meditation completely for free, all you have to do is text the word QUEEN, that's Q-U-E-E-N, to 833-459-3914. Again, that's accessing your free two-minute inner queen meditation by texting the word QUEEN to 833-459-3914. If you need to take a second to pause this episode, text me the word QUEEN to 833-459-3914 right now to make sure that you get this free meditation to tap into your inner queen. All right, let's get back to the episode. 
you are preaching to the choir over here. I love talking about boundaries. I think especially <laughs> for women with like these big caring hearts, because sometimes it can just be in us to be like, I'm going to give you everything. And mm-hmm. maybe that feels good for a second, but then that's eventually how we burn out. So I love, love, love that you just talked about that as well. I know that we've now gone into kind of what a manifester is and kind of what a manifesting generator is. And I have a feeling that the person listening to this is probably thinking, okay, maybe I can relate to one of these two, but I know that there's other human design types. So I would love it if you can dive into kind of what the other ones are and maybe um, like a productivity tip for each, mm. if you feel called yeah. That sounds good. So generators make up the biggest generators and manifesting generators. So y'all are grouped together because your aura is enveloping. It's like this natural manifesting aura that you're pulling people in and um, opportunities and projects and money. Like you bring shit in when you're, when you're not clogged with stuff you don't want to do. So generators make up the same thing. Many gens have, I would say more energy than generators, but generators are almost like that train. Like they are the reliable, they have to do the task from start to finish. They feel very productive if they finish the task. Um, one thing that an example is really cool when you see kids in their human designs because they're not conditioned to do things differently yet. They're very much in the raw. So when you think like, you know, in the in the jungle, this is them in the jungle. And I have a generator and she is one of those generators who literally needs to start a task from start to finish. Like either it's putting the blocks all the way up, building the entire castle, breaking down the castle one by one, and then putting them all in the box one by one. This is the generator. Like generators are made to do the physical work because they have the energy to do it. It lights them up. It makes them feel good. It makes them succeed and all of that. So if you're a generator listening, just know like if you're not, if you don't have the energy, if you feel more lazy or you're procrastinating, it's you're doing the wrong thing. That's what it is. Because when you're doing the right thing, you could stay up to like 2 a.m. creating your blog post if it calls you and if it lights you up. So that's one thing to know that if you're procrastinating, then always take a step back and say, is this really lighting me up or how can I do it differently? Um, The projectors make up a smaller percentage and projectors hit home for me. I don't know why, but I always have projectors in my life. My Husband, my mother, and my brother are all projectors and projectors. I know. Oh, I know. They are, I'm going to say a little bit sensitive for lack of a better term, but it's because we don't know how to relate to them. They have all of this wealth of knowledge. They can see bird's eye view of things that are happening before we can. So what happens is they want to interject their opinion or they want to tell you how to do things differently. And without the invitation in, For us, it feels like they literally are going to run into a stone wall and you want to say F you to them. So the projector, it's really important to start noticing how you're interjecting your opinion, your thought, your view without getting permission. And a way that you can start to do this is by um, asking questions, ask more questions to seek to understand, because when you ask questions, people are going to ask you questions, right? It's like this back and forth dialogue. So that's the way for projector. And then the reflector, which I haven't touched on, reflectors are so incredible. They work great one-on-one with people because they are really reflecting back to you who you are. Like literally, they're giving you maybe, if I, for example, I have a projector friend or a reflector friend, excuse me. And if I ask her a question, she literally will spit back a paragraph of what I'm trying to say. 
was like, thank you. That's exactly what I needed to hear. (laughs) So those reflectors are incredible in one-on-one situations. They have limited energy as do the projectors. So really honoring your body and knowing that truly we're in a, we're in a generator manifesting generator world. And for us, non-energy types, it's important for us to even more so step back, which might feel really uncomfortable. Phew. That was a mouth. That was a load of information. (laughs) That was, but it's information that I feel like is so empowering because I think that the more that you learn more about yourself and the more that you learn about how you work, like not everyone else, but you, the more that you're going to be able to just have so much more fun during your work day and even just in your life, right? Like besides the work, um, the more that you learn how you work, it's like the more that you're really able to just like step into that. Um, And it sounds like generators and manifesting generators, they're like those energy ones. As you were describing the generator, what I was thinking too is like someone who just has like great attention to detail and is like so ready to execute on it. Um, When I, when you were saying that, I'm almost feeling like, almost like a, like a really like busy, like assistant maybe would be really, really great at that. Like just being like, I'm going to get it all done. I'm going to get those details in. And then when you're saying a reflector, what really comes to mind is like, I feel like reflectors would be like the best therapist. And I'm sure that reflectors Mm -hmm. can also be amazing entrepreneurs and speakers or whatever they want to be. But I really feel like, you know, thinking about someone who can reflect things back to you so well, like I would want my next therapist to be like a reflector. You know what I mean? (laughs) That would just be so valuable. Um, This is so interesting to learn about. And I would love to know too – with these different types that you have been able to work with, do you feel like there is a common myth about any of them or just something that like you would really want to bring to light as an expert on this topic? Ooh, good one. So this is a good question. Two things come to mind right away is that Manny Johns get a bad rep or bad reputation for being squirrely, (laughs) shiny object syndrome. (laughs) Um, but it's actually such a beautiful thing to be multi-passionate and to be excited and to let your inner wisdom, your inner intuition really guide that passion. So it's instead of looking at so negative that that flip side is so incredibly beautiful and empowering. And then the other side is the non-energy types to like rest projectors get the reputation that they need to rest all the time. And for projectors, what I've seen is projectors, they love teaching and they love reading and they love researching and learning. So for them, rest doesn't mean necessarily a nap. It means they can be reading or researching because that actually gives them more energy. Very interesting. So I feel like then an amazing projector would be um, like a professor or someone mm-hmm. who just like loves to study and loves to learn. Exactly. A teacher, like you'll notice a lot of coaches and mentors out there right now. I've seen a lot of projectors because they're natural teachers. This is so much, this is so much fun to learn about. And I think especially too, when you were giving like the productivity tips for each, that's so powerful for us to learn because, you know, it's one thing to be able to know your human design. Like for me, I knew I was a manifesting generator, but now when you're really able to go into it and explain like how we can use this to optimize our days and our workflows, that just makes it so much more powerful. Oh my gosh, a hundred percent. And also if you have employees or even your clients, it's so important to know that. For example, somebody on my team, she's a projector. And so I know for me, I'm not going to hound her with 
10 things to do in one day. I gave her space to also create it her way because she's actually better at outlining than a manifesting generator or a manifester combined. Like we are terrible at outlining. We are terrible at details. And so I know, and I trust that she can go and run with it. So by knowing that piece, it's almost as if my trust in her increases because it's already in her what I need her to do. Mm, I love this. So then when you hire new people, do you have them like fill out their human design test? Yeah. So I ask them to, I ask them if they know it and if not to find it out. So then I'm sure that with your knowledge of human design and even just what we were just talking about before with you and with your clients, you're able to use human design in order to kind of help to see who would be the best fit for different positions on a team. Exactly. Because for example, a VA, like a a virtual assistant would really do great if they're a generator or manifesting generator doing the stuff, right? So like if you think of a project management style, the manifester holds the vision and the projector is the one who creates the outline. They create the outlines of the systems. They make great leaders, they're great managers, but they're not in there in the trenches. The manifesting generators and the generators are the ones doing the things. They're the one producing the results. They're the ones going forward. And then the reflector is there really to be like the cheerleader to support everybody, to be like the person, if anyone needs some clarity on like they, and they can really fill in the gaps of where they can, depending on their energy for the day. Super interesting. I, I know, right? Like, <laughs> I love that you're able to give us just like a very like high view outline of what each of these types are. Now, I'm sure that anyone listening to this, if they don't already know their human design is dying to find it out. So I would love to know um, if you have a certain website that you like to look up or just a certain place that you would like to send people to just if they don't know their human design. Do you just type it into Google or how does that work? Yeah, good question. You can type into Google. There's a lot of different places that give the same results. I usually use jovianarchive.com, but my body graph is just as great, is just as easy to use too. Perfect. Amazing. Well, I'm sure there's some people who are pausing this podcast right now and running to go and look that up because you just gave us so much good information that we can really implement. A couple last questions for you before we close out today. Um, And one of those would be, How do you take care of yourself amidst running your business, being a mom with all the things that you're doing? Mm, Yes. So health is my number one priority in life. So my morning routine looks different all the time because again, I like change. I like to keep it different. Um, And so I have a sauna box in my home. So I do some sweating in there with some red light. I'm very big on fitness and movements and walks and um, podcasts. And I love a bath and I love personal development. So I I always have my hands in something as it relates to health. And we also eat so clean and organic and for the most part. And so I know that when I fuel my body, I fuel my brain, but also I'm fueling every other thing I'm doing in my day. Love all of that. And I'm on the same page over here. I'm super into biohacking and just like learning about how we can optimize our energy because like it truly is limitless, which is so fun to talk about and learn about. And that's a whole nother podcast episode as it is. But Emma, it has been such a joy to have you on the show today. Is there any last things that you want to say before we hop off? Oh my gosh, Christina, thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. I'm so curious too, if you guys 
find out your human design, please, Christina, have them send them to you because I'm curious of what everyone says about theirs. I would absolutely love that. And you guys definitely make sure to check out Emma on Instagram. What's your handle? Lux leadership underscore. Okay, perfect. Well, if you guys have any more questions about human design for yourself or for your team, definitely go ahead and DM Emma at Lux leadership underscore. Emma, thank you so much for being on the show today. And everyone listening, I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day. 